Duly Reviews, a show where two guys sit down with one comic and we go into it in detail. This week, it's Orphan Black, the comic Orphan. book based on the uh, the hit uh, television series. BBC TV show, I think it's. Yep. You can you can get it on the uh, on the Netflix, yeah, and uh, I believe also on the iTunes, the Netunes and the iFlix, the Netflix and the iTunes and the BBCs and the Hulus and the, all the things and the Whozits and the Hoop to Do. So, what do you know about Orphan Black, Matthew? Uh, well, you know that issue we just read. Yep, that's what I know about Orphan. Hey, con- <laughs> congratulations! You have watched the first issue or the first episode. Have I? Is that what this was? Pretty much. I mean, uh, I have seen like the first three episodes. It was a while ago. But the uh, this book is, man, it is really weird because if you've seen the TV series, there are a few added bits in this book mm-hmm. that um, that are somewhat new. But everything else is straight out of the straight out of the first. I want to say two episodes. Maybe mm-hmm. it's the first first episode. Um, so it's a lot of flashback stuff. It's a lot of this is stuff you know. But the problem is there's a lot of stuff from the show that right. is not in this in this book. Like it goes a little bit deeper into the relationship with her stepbrother or her foster brother. And there's a whole thing uh, regarding him and a drug dealer. Maybe that happens in the second episode of the show. Um, but, yeah, this was basically let's give you a Cliff Notes version of the first of the first episode. Interesting, and I mean a Cliff Notes version of the first episode, because the problem I had with this was it felt very disjointed as I was reading it. Whoa. That is weird, though. What's that? That when I get into this and I'm starting to read it, I kind of had no touchstone for it, and it just kind of flings us right into her life, and it flings us into. Not just her life, but her life pretending to be somebody else's life. Yeah, so the way that this, you know, the way the TV show starts off, uh, it starts off with, um, what's her name? Um, at the train station, and she's having a conversation, and she's talking, I think, to Faye about how he needs to... Um, uh, Beth. Yeah, Beth, how she needs to disappear for a while, and then she looks over, and we see this woman taking off her her uh, bag and her purse and taking off her shoes. And then they look at each other and then she just steps into the train and Beth sees that. And she's like, holy crap. And then she goes and grabs um, the woman's stuff and runs off. And then she dumps into this, into this person's life. So yeah, we really don't know too much about what has gone on before. And that's why I said, there's some flashback episodes with uh, uh, Mrs. S uh, uh, that are not in the TV show, or at least they're not. I mean, they're referenced uh, kind of stuff. Right. Um, but yeah, this was basically the first first episode in a in comic book form. Interesting. It's not as though I was turned off by the book. I do feel like without context, it kind of comes at you. And well, I, you know, and that's and that's how the the first episode is. You should really take some time. I know in your uh, super busy uh, Power Ranger rerun watching um, that you don't have a lot of time, but watch the first episode. Of of Orphan Black, maybe first even the first two, all. because so because you know the, the you know what's not in here. What's that? All the naked and sexy that goes on. Oh well, so you're trying to convince me? <laughs> I just I, you know the lure of free boots on Netflix. Do they do the naked on the BBC? I don't. Think yeah, yeah, do. yeah. They do. 
Really? Yeah, yeah, I had to actually, I was watching the first episode, I had to turn it off because uh, they were getting it on, and uh, the boy was in the room, and I was like, oop, uh, time to turn this off. The BBC America does that? I don't know about BBC America, I know on the version that I watched there was nudity. Oh, you watched off the iTunes, there's lots of Probably, probably. I downloaded Barney and there was nudity on iTunes. Oh yeah? Which one? Was that the fish was naked? (laughs) You're thinking of Barney Miller. Yeah, 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 isn't that what you were talking about? Sure. <laughs> sure. Wojo no, I was talking about Barney Rubble. Wojohowitz was naked. The one where Barney and Fred have to infiltrate the nudist colony. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a yeah. classic. Yeah, all yeah. those strategically placed bushes. Right. And, of course, you know, Barney needed a slightly larger bushes. And it was a whole spaghetti. And Fred, Fred had a problem. There's a reason why he's laughing all the time. Quiet, you then they stopped and had a Winston cigarette. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shut up, dum-dums. Um. <laughs> okay, now we have your new cosplay. <laughs> We're going to get you a green motorcycle helmet. <laughs> and you're just going to walk in and go, Shut up, dum-dums. Oh, yeah. He's one of my favorite characters. The Great <laughs> Kazoo. Out of that whole show. Actually, you know, yeah. well, we're talking about Orphan Black here. Yes. Um, so this Grace does. Kazoo is th- my favorite Orphan Black character, too. So this does dive into this whole thing of, well, how many different people are there that have this, uh, that are basically clones? And that's what uh, the series gets into. So by the end of this issue, you have met four of her clones. Four. Uh, yes. The, uh, the one on the motorcycle at the very end. Right. The exactly. one in the car behind her uh, that jumps into the car and gets shot. And then uh, the main character and the one that jumps in front of the train. Okay. The one that jumps in front of the train is Sarah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sort of. I guess, yeah. I, to be honest, it's been Beth so long. Is, Beth is the one who does it. I think die. Beth is the, main, is the main character. Okay. Let's, let's see here. Either Beth no, or... No, you know, Sarah is the, is the one that's assuming Beth's identity. Yeah, so this Beth is, is dead. Sarah's yes. not dead. Okay, no, I, yeah, had yeah. That, I had that yeah, here. Yeah. And like I said, I this was oh, maybe a year ago that I was watching those episodes. So it's it's a very popular show, and it gets deeper into conspiracy theories and this whole thing about cloning, and then the organizations and and whatnot. Uh, from what my understanding is, and so like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, like um, Star Trek, like uh, the the uh, Angel. Uh, season 10, Smallville, you know, all those stuff. X-Files. Where it's, it's kind of a, well, X-Files is a perfect example because that's what I was thinking about when I was reading this. This, again, I thought was a very disjointed adaptation of the first episode. And so for me, it was a little hard to kind of follow along. And I was trying to, again, put myself in a new person's chair. And it didn't make a lot of sense. And that's what I'm kind of hearing from you. Yeah, it's it's a disjointed story, and I have some issues with, well, the issue. But only bits and pieces of it. it it's something that it's exciting. It's a mm-hmm. good, you know, kind of an adventure story. But there isn't an explanation necessarily and of the context, of and, the consequences. And I think that probably comes with, you know, knowing I, source material. And I think that, you know, that's the feeling you're supposed to get from watching, you know, the same way when you're watching the show. Why does she have a twin? Why does she have a triplet? Oh, my God, she's a quadruplet. That can't be right. There's something deeper going on here. I must watch the next episode. And it starts to evolve and ravel and, and uh, tell a more complete story. In the back matter, 
uh, Jody Hauser uh, writes in and says, The comic book fits into the show's continuity, and while each issue focuses on a clone and her history, characters such as Donnie and Mrs. S also play important roles in the past lives of these women. It's great to have Rich World to play with, especially when blah, 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 blah. The thing that says this fits into the show's continuity. Well, yeah, when you're adapting, you know, the first episode, it's pretty easy to say that it fits into continuity. But like I said, there's a, a little peppering of, of little bits that may be new. Um, the appeal to me when you're reading Steed and Mrs. Peel, when you're <laughs> reading when you're reading Buffy, when you're reading Smallville, when you're reading all these things, is these are stories set in that universe with these characters. And in the case of the X-Files and uh, Buffy, they are in continuity adventures that continue beyond um, beyond the series. Right. This would have probably been a lot better had there been a one page. Here's everything you need to know about what's going on in Orphan Black. Now let me now let's tell some stories that happen in between episodes or happen in between seasons. Or now let's go back and look back at things that happened to one of these characters prior to, you know, this this first issue or whatever. I I don't know. I that's just how I felt reading through this. I don't I feel like I, I don't feel like I'm ripped off because I did go to uh, the store and right. and buy the the copy and I got one of the variants. Um, nice. But um, I don't know. I just I just thought it was really weird. I I kind of agree with you. I don't necessarily. I don't know if I would in issue one start with uh, what has gone before or things you need to know. But the way the story opens. I think is more shocking if you see it on television. I can imagine that scene yeah. as being, you know, here's this girl, blah, 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 in her life, by the way, a woman who looks just like her just threw herself in front of her train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have that context, and I think they're probably presuming that the readers do have that context, that they're coming in knowing Orphan Black and having seen the issues and wanting additional material, I think it would work fine. That said, I wasn't thrown by the book, I wasn't necessarily super into it, but it read it read clean and it read to where the bits and pieces that we were given sort of give us a framework for yeah, something yeah, yeah. that's happening. Oh yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Um, the other thing is they do a great job in the show of taking the the actress. Um, dang it! Now I didn't, let me find her name real quick. Uh, but they take the actress Tatiana and they Diana something something. Well, they do a fantastic job of making her well look like her clones well it's her but you know doing the hair and makeup and changing her overall appearance so that she looks like someone else even though it's clear that she is that these are all clones right um when you're trying to do that in a book Mm -hmm. if your art isn't spot on you have issues you have issues there are a couple of those here Mostly, and the way the art is done is kind of minimalist, mm-hmm. I would say. Mm-hmm. And you can definitely tell when a character is supposed to be a clone. There are a couple of points where I'm like, oh, wait, step, okay, yeah, yeah. oh, it's supposed to be the same girl. Right. And when we get to that last page, I'm like, wait, is that a clone or not? Mm-hmm. I wasn't for sure, so I had to go back and compare. But yeah. I think part of it is the coloring. It feels like, I don't know, it feels like they've colored what should be a a black and white 
sketch. Mm. Do you remember Charlie yeah. Adlard's work when he was working on X-Files back in the day for Topps Comics? Oh, yeah, I, I remember. I never bought any of the issues, but yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and you have that art, and it would be the, you know, the deep blacks and kind of gray tones. Yeah. I feel like this is that with a color wash over it, which does sometimes mute the expectation that this character is this character. Yeah. Um, it doesn't feel like there's a ton of photo reference, but the way it's drawn, there could be a ton of photo reference. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tatiana Maslani, I think is how you say her name. Maslani. Cool name. Um, yeah. Uh, she's the person that the actress that plays um, this. You know, to be honest, uh, I'm very interested in Orphan Black. I want to watch the entire series. It's um, you know from very intense from what people have said. I, like I said, I've watched the first couple of episodes and I'm kind of drawn into it. Um, right. But I think that if you've never, if you have no reference for this show, yeah, this book is not for you. That's my it'll, opinion. It'll be an uphill climb. It, it will not be an easy experience for you. I would say that if you were looking at this as a channel into Orphan Black until you get your Netflix up and running or something, that might be good. But, yeah, I would, I would kind of agree with you. This is not a standalone sort of thing. Yeah, I really think you have to have a frame of reference. And, even, and maybe it's – I mean, maybe even if you just go over to the Orphan Black uh, wiki page – and read up on that. I mean, we, we do suggest that a lot of times to uh, new comic book readers who are getting into, oh, where do I start with The Flash? Well, you could start with Wikipedia, and that would give <laughs> you a good, a good basis. Um, maybe Orphan that's what. Black is a television series on BBC starring a, Tatiana Maslow. Yes, it's a Canadian science fiction television series. Canadian? Yeah, yeah. Where'd that, what? Yeah. Canadia. Yeah, Canadian. America's hat? Yeah. I thought these people were English. Uh, I think it takes place in Boston. Let me see here. Man, I liked yeah. it better when I thought it was English. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you know, somewhere out there, uh, Ashley Robinson is shaking her fist at a computer screen. And I'm kind of happy with that. Yeah, so, I, I guess it doesn't matter where it takes place, but yeah, it's a it's a, it's a Canadian uh, science fiction television series. Right. Interesting. But it did debut on Space in Canada and on BBC America in the United States. I remember it was a big deal. It is, they, and it still is. It, it still is. And like I said, I would I would really encourage you if you're wanting to check it out uh, because it is very shocking. I mean, when you see that person step off in front of the train. It's like yeah. what? What the? What the heck just happened? And then later, when she's assumed her identity, when Sarah's in Beth's apartment and uh, the boyfriend comes over and they right. start getting it on, you're like, "What is going on?" And then you know, one thing leads to another, and then you see another clone jump in the back of the car, and she gets shot in the head, and it's like, "What?" It's just it's it's crazy because you're just sitting there with again, like you said, no frame of reference. Mm-hmm. But I think the I think the live action does better justice than than this comic book does. Do you think that they are going to just well, I mean, if it's a series that lasts more than about ten episodes. I don't yeah, know. It's already into make... the it's already into what the getting ready for the third season. Okay. But I don't know. I mean do you think they're going to adapt the episodes as they ran? 
with just well, some expanded see, material? And that's, and that's the weird part, because it's talking about, again, in the back matter, she's talking about how each issue is going to focus on one of the clones and their right. history. So maybe we'll look at you know one of the other clones and get their history in regards to everything and wrap that around the... Wrap that around a particular episode or events that happened in a particular episode. I mean, that would make a lot more sense. I wonder, you know, having not seen the episode, I wonder if there's more depth into Beth's backstory here. Uh, yes, there is. Okay, I, I so think that's, there is. Yeah, that's what it is. yeah. Beyond just beyond just what um, Sarah watches on the uh, the DVD or hears on the answering machine or interacts with through. Um, the police detectives and the um, and the boyfriend. I mean, yeah, there is a little bit, but it's not. It doesn't really go a whole lot into depth, though. It's not a whole lot more. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I it was okay. Uh, again, if you've never seen the show, I would probably never recommend it. I would probably say go watch the first <laughs> episode first, like I've been saying this whole episode, and Thanks then the read fact. the book because I think then it'll make a lot more sense to you. But if you're already watching the show. You may not need to read the book, right? It's one of those awful catch-22s. It's a hard balance. And when it comes to adaptations, I mean, everybody's taste varies. There are some adaptations that I just can't stand. Yeah. No matter how good they are as a comic book, I just, I'm, I'm done. Whereas, you know, there are some that are god-awful, like the comic book version of The Black Hole. Yes. That I love to death because they're just so dumb. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> Well, plus the comic book allowed you to go into the other side of the black hole. Beyond right. the black hole. Beyond the black hole. And it wasn't a whole heaven or hell metaphor, so. Well, it still was. It was actually just a, a poorly drawn hell of mirrors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so there you go. That is Orphan Black from IDW Publishing out this week. Um, our stupid comic book store only had one copy of Munchkin this, this month. So I didn't get the new bonus card, and it looks like every month is going to have a new bonus uh, exclusive card. So, uh, man, I'm missing out there. But a lot of good stuff at your local comic book store. Go and check them out. In fact, next week from Dark Horse Comics, uh, we've got Angel and Faith Season 10, Number 12, uh, Dead Rider Trade Paperback, Game of Thrones Mug Martell. I don't know what that means. I don't know either. That's like a random series of words. Hellboy and the BPRD Number 4, Lady Killer Number 2 and Number 3. Uh, there's a Legend of Korra plush Naga. Uh, uh, Rat God number two. A Naga? Like yeah, a, yeah, like, like a plush a Naga. Well, no, I think it's the Naga is the uh, buffalo, flying buffalo thing, isn't it? I don't know. I thought a Naga was a cobra. Well, maybe it is. Maybe you get your own stuffed co- cobra. I'd like one. Uh, DC Comics has Aquaman and the Others number 11, Batman Eternal number 48. God, I hope that series ends soon. It's eternal, Stephen. Oh, no, Detective Comics number 40, which I need to get caught on because everybody is talking about this uh, in-game story that Scott Snyder the and thing, Greg Capullo, Capullo are doing. The thing that's happening! Did you hear about the thing? Um, and I really like, if you want to go, uh, Jason Inman uh, did a great interview this week uh, with DC. It's up on the website. It's up on the DC YouTube channel where he sits down and talks with Scott about you know this idea of how do you create and tempt Batman with the Joker time and time again. It is a good interview. It's a real quick one, but it's a, a nice tease to get you into uh, in-game. Uh, so Detective Comics number 40 is out next week. Grayson number 8. Uh, Earth 2 World's End number 22. Hinterkind number 16. They're Hinterkind. Um, Infinity Man and the Forever People number 8. Justice League 3000 number 15. Lobo number 6. 
New 52 futures in number four. Different future in. Swamp Thing number 40, note price. Four ninety nine. No, three ninety nine. No wonder. Uh, I was reading a good article. I forget where in the last week or two, talking about um, there was going to be a price jump anyway up into the uh, four ninety nine bracket, uh, but that they were going to do. I think it was going to be that uh, one of the companies was going to do away with their additional increased pricing for the uh, digital copy and just go to the full there's only one copy and it includes the digital copy kind of like what marvel's doing 399 with a digital copy no 499 with a digital copy they're just giving an excuse to jump up a buck in price yeah i'm it's just getting to the point where i can't do it uh five bucks an issue if that's what happens that's uh... i i really honestly think 350 is really kind of the most i would i'm comfortable paying when it hits 399 and i'm looking at it i'm like uh really yeah. And when it's four ninety nine, I really have to think about it. But if it was three fifty, because there's a lot of books from Dark Horse and IDW and uh, Boom Studios that hit that three fifty mark, and I'm perfectly okay with that. I'm super okay with two ninety nine, and I'm even more favorable of a buck ninety nine. And if somebody wanted to just start publishing seventy five cent comics again, they would get all my money. <laughs> yeah, but if you sell in seventy five cent comics, you have to sell more than fifty thousand copies. Well, Which means you have to open things up to more than just the hardcore fans. Tell a they good story. And well, see, that's the problem, right? You know, it's really funny. People for years used to make fun of uh, my previous real-world job because the president there was keeping costs low. And everyone's like, well, how can you afford to keep costs so low and uh, still function and be as successful as you are? And he just would respond to people because we're serving more students. You yeah. serve more people and give them something of quality and maintain that quality, you can keep costs low, and it offsets across the board. Yep. Star Trek Planet of the Apes number three comes out next week from IDW Publishing. That is a three ninety nine comic. Get your paws off me, you green-blooded hobgoblin. Winter World number zero, X-Files Year Zero trade paperback, uh, 1999 there. I don't know what that is. Image Comics has Alex plus Ada, or Ada. That's a trade Ada. paperback. Uh, yes. Big Man Plans, number one. That's a mature reader title. I don't know what Big Man Plans are. Uh, that's when we go out for pants. <laughs> I need a new pair of slacks, you know. So I've got to go over and make a plan to go to get my Big Man Pants. <laughs> got to go to the Big Man Pants, yes. Black Science, number 12. Dark Engine, number five. Dying and the Dead, number one. Egos, number six. Uh, Nameless, number one. And number two. Marvel has all new Hawkeye, number one. Hawkeye. Are you looking for that? Looking forward to that? It's a whole different creative crew, isn't it? Have they done the last issue of the old Hawkeye? I believe so, yeah. Did I miss it? Maybe. Oh, crap. It sucks to be me, doesn't it? Avengers 42, Tro. Tro. T-R-O. Right. The uh, road uh, out. Is that what it is? No. The, uh, Death of the Wolverine. <laughs> Guardians team-ups number one. Hawkeye uh. versus Deadpool gets a trade paperback. Iron Fist Living Weapon number 10. Uh, Marvel's Ant-Man Prelude number 2. Ant-Man Prelude. Miracle Man number 16. Operation Sin number 3. Princess Leia number 1 arrives next week. Cool. Spider-Woman number 5. In all the rest category. They're here on Gilligan's Isle? uh, Altered States Vampirilla one-shot. I have no idea what that means. Maybe she gets into an isolation tank and has a freak out. she starts looking like William Hurd. Yeah. Or John Hurd. John Hurd. 
I don't know. She looks like either William Hurt or John Hurt. I can't remember which one is who. One's handsome and blonde, and the other one's the war doctor. Uh, Black Cross, number one. Crossed Badlands, number 73. Crossed Plus 100, number three. Uh, Crossed Plus 100, number three, has an American History X wraparound cover. What? That's what it says. Crossed plus 100, number three, American ah. History X, rap cover, mature reader, 399. I am terrified of that description. Yeah. Imagine oh. the curb stomping going on. I don't want to. No. Doctor Who, 10th Doctor, number eight. Doctor Who, 11th Doctor, number nine. <laughs> Doctor Who, 9th <ninth laughs> Doctor, number three. <laughs> uh, Yahtzee! Feathers, number three. Fiction Squad, number six. God is Dead, number 30. Hero Cats, number four. Holy F, number two. You could either get it with the Jesus cover, the main cover, or the Satan cover. I don't want any of those covers. Oh, hey, I think it's, if I remember correctly from issue one, Jesus and Satan get it on. No, I don't know. Imperium, we got a review over at the Major Spoilers website. La, 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 I'm not listening, la, 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 la. (laughs) Lady Death, ongoing, number 24. And uh, check out the uh, variants that you get here. Sexy sport baseball cover. Sexy sport basketball cover. Sexy sport boxing cover. Notice it doesn't say sexy sport foxy boxing cover. Sexy sport football. Sexy sport hockey. Sexy sport soccer. Sexy sport tennis. Sexy sport uh, track. Sexy sport volleyball cover. All those lady deaths. Lady death apocalypse number one and number two. (laughs) Oh, I thought the apocalypse came from the... (laughs) <laughs> from so many covers, sexy yeah. sport covers. Sexy sport. Crazy, man. Covers. That is just, I don't know. I don't understand. Um, Pokemon the movie. Uh, let's see. Pokemon XY. Pussycats number zero. Robocop 2014 number nine. Steven Universe number eight. Terraformers graphic novel volume five. Uber 23. Woods number 11. And Zombies vs. Cheerleaders 2015, St. Paddy's Day number one. What is it with the, uh, I don't know, I don't get it. Hey, uh, did you see the, uh, the hot rumor today? What's the hot rumor? Remember last week now, for those of you who do not, um, who are not a major spoilers VIP, Matthew and I have been doing uh, a show called Flashback, Flashback for our VIP members over at members.majorspoilers.com. Yeah, we have. And I think last week we were talking about Firestorm and how uh, I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it was on that that episode where I said, my guess is Firestorm and Adam are going to get their own show next year. Yeah. And the hot rumor is that's exactly what's going to happen with maybe a third character being rolled into that. You know what they should call it? What's that? The, The League. Well, that could be, you know, the start of it if that's what they were doing. But my guess is if the if they do it right, maybe they could throw in a, a female hero in that. Maybe uh, Vixen. She's getting or, that animated series. Yeah, that'd be cool. Or like, uh, well, Black Canary is in Green Arrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get your Zatanna in there. Oh, you could do something like that. But uh, I thought that was interesting. I thought I'd pass it along. It was a hot rumor that popped up today that that is the plan, is that Brandon Routh and um, Victor Garber and... Um, that one Steve guy, Emil. Yeah, yeah. Green Arrow's cousin. Yes, uh, was going to was going to get their own uh, get their own show. Well, if I can talk, just, so there you go. Just as an aside, Stephen. Okay. 
Uh, it seems that the last issue of Hawkeye is going to be published after the first <laughs> issue of the next volume of Hawkeye. Well, for those of you who listened to the Major Spoilers podcast this week, we had uh, James on talking about uh, the West Coast strike. And one of the – we talked because the, that was – man, I cannot talk tonight. That came about because uh, IDW missed a week in shipping stuff. And in that week, they had Star Trek 41 – which right. was the start of this brand new arc. Well, this week, Star Trek 42 came out. Oh, no. Which is the second part of that new arc. So a lot of people are going to be confused. That's not going to work. It happens. Anyway, if you guys want to check out the uh, the Flash episodes that we have over at the Aww. VIP site, please do so. Um, we really appreciate everyone who signs up to, to become a Major Spoilers VIP. $2, $5, $10 a month. It may not seem like a lot, but every little bit helps. And even at the $2 and $5 a month uh, level, you get a lot of extra content over at the VIP site, and you help shows like this continue, and maybe even get me some uh, speech uh, path lessons, uh, appointments, so I can correct this uh, brain aneurysm thing that I've got going on. Um, what else, Matthew? Uh, we need to pick a thing we're going to review next week. On oh, Julie yeah, yeah. I haven't really... Uh, none of these really popped out at me. Uh, why don't we take a look at... I have no idea. Is Princess Leia still due next week? It is due next week. Uh, it may have already been claimed. Why don't you go and look and see if uh, Chris Chris has already grabbed it. I was pretty sure he was doing Darth Vader number two this week. So he may have already put uh, down Princess, Princess Leia. Princess number one has, in fact, been claimed. By Ashley or Chris? Steven Schleicher. What? Okay, then we can do that next week. You called it apparently in advance. By the way, uh, this week is also Howard the Duck number one. I called that in November of 2014. Is, does it come out this week? Howard the well, Duck number it's one? supposed to be scheduled this week. Oh, okay. All right. It may have slid. All right. We'll just uh, we'll move Princess Leia over there, number one, next week. Podcast review. No, wait. I'll just go and change the, I'll just go and change the one that's already there. Oh, I, I am. Oh, okay. So, right now, because I'm awesome. Excellent. Here All right. Spoilers, we work as a team, except we don't tell each other because we're not that good a team. <laughs> Spider-Man 2099 red t-shirt. Oh, I love red T-shirt. That's probably my favorite crossover. Uh, the one with uh, red T-shirt meets uh, LG or the one where red T-shirt meets double XL? No, actually, it's the 5XL. But uh, the red T-shirt and uh, Captain Cotton fight each other in, in hell. Hmm. I may be, may be making that up. A lot of merchandise, a lot of interesting merchandise coming out next week. Wait, Spider-Man didn't fight the red T-shirt. Spider-Man fought the green T-shirt. Norman Osborn, the green T-shirt, threw his girlfriend off a train. I'm, try, I'm yep. trying to find out something that really pops out uh, next week in this merchandise category. DC Comics superhero Mad Libs. <laughs> DC Comics Batman Corset. Corset? <laughs> what? That's what it says. Nice. I'd like that. DC Comics Batman Corset. He only goes up to extra large, so you're out of luck there, Matthew. That's in fact, right. most of this merchandise. Well, what? actually, yeah, most of this merchandise only goes up to XL. Uh, there's also a Harley Quinn corset and a Harley Quinn panty three-pack that comes oh. out next week. Uh, there's also, man, what is it with these corsets? There's a Supergirl corset, a Wonder Woman corset. That's some weird stuff. They're selling corsets. I guess. Uh, you can get a 12th British, you can get Doctor Who 12-inch British icon Dalek figure for 109 bucks. 
Exterminate! You can get a Dungeons and Dragons Tiamat, Tiamat Encounter black t-shirt. Godzilla Airstrike. Or is it a white and gold t-shirt? That's no, a black t-shirt. Uh, actually, if they did it right, it would be uh, black, red, yellow, green, and uh, blue, in addition to red. But uh, I guess they weren't thinking that far ahead. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Star-Lord Dance-Off Athletic T-Shirt. Guardians of the Galaxy In Concert T-Shirt. In Concert? I guess. Joker Super Deformed Plush. Legend of Zelda Archer Link Royal Blue T-shirt. <laughs> Lumberjanes Camp Logo Charcoal uh, Women's T-shirt. Oh, man, they don't make them for the guys. Boo. Uh, One Piece WCF 15th edition Hancock figure. What's WCF? Uh, is that some? Is that a, uh, some wrestling thing? I don't think so. All right. <laughs> the World Championship Federation. Rambo 3 Stallone Signature Edition Knife. Rambo 4 Stallone Signature Edition Knife. Rambo 4 Standard Edition Knife. Hey, uh, I like my merchandise, but some of the stuff that I'm seeing on the list either disturbs me or I just wonder why. Well, that's the thing about wondering. Sometimes you have to wonder. Star Wars Dead or Alive Silver T-Shirt. Oh, you can get an IG-2000 expansion pack for your X-Wing game. Can I get IG-88? That's like what I, uh, well, that's not how the X-Wing game works. You're actually <laughs> flying little ships around. Pew, pew. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Gonna, I think Brian, uh, D&D Brian and I are trying to set up a time where we can record a uh, um, attack wing with the Dungeons & Dragons attack wing where we're flying dragons around. Should be interesting. Three Stooges retro pin. <laughs> uh, oh, and a Three Stooges retro action figure, eight-inch action figure. So there you go. Please inquire. Let me ask you a question before we get oh. out of here. We're already way long on this episode. Sorry, oh, listeners. Let's go. We're good. Did you see this news this week that they're resurrecting Laurel and Hardy in, in cartoon form? No. Apparently they're doing it. I uh, The publicity art that I saw looked like late 60s, early 70s uh, art. Mm. You know, just this really simplified caricature of the, the two characters. Right. Now, for you and I, it's pushing it for us to know who Laurel and Hardy are and to <laughs> want to see their adventures. Right. So to do all new Laurel and Hardy cartoon adventures in this day and age has got to be the either the biggest gamble that will pay off in a fountain of money being splashed all over the place. Right. Or someone's looking to lose their job in the most creative way possible. Well, because I just cannot imagine anybody sitting down to watch Laurel and Hardy in a cartoon form. There are people who watch Laurel and Hardy, and I imagine that a cartoon with Laurel and Hardy probably wouldn't be any less ineffective than any other when we were kids they had the three stooges as uh, cyborgs yeah no but it wasn't very good it wasn't bad give frank welker a job if <laughs> i'm just saying that if they do with these laurel and hardy cartoons like what has happened to woody woodpecker and tom and jerry right it's just what what's the point 
do more, you know, annoying orange and, uh, you know, stupid jackrabbit shows. That's what do, the kids want, stupidity. Do not do more annoying orange. But that's what the kids are going to watch. They're not going to watch. I guarantee you my kids will have zero interest in Laurel and Hardy. If I sit and them down, kids, I, when I sit them well, down and say, guys, watch this, You'll, you're going to enjoy it. This, this is great comedy right here. They're well, going to look at it, and then the they're going to go. Then they're going to go. Oh, I want to watch Mechanimals or whatever this show is that my youngest is watching now. Mechanimals. It's they're it's animals. A- they're animals that are like transformers. They they transforms into trucks and to and to bulldozers and things, and they have to solve problems together. They're not going to watch Laurel and Hardy. Ooh, there's another fine mess you've gotten us into. They could. Quiet, dum dum. <laughs> if you don't oversell it. If you're not like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever, you should totally check it out. I guarantee you. I hate it when you do that. That's like, Rob, I watch Community. I love Community. Rob's like, it's the greatest thing ever. You should totally watch it. I'm like, I may stop watching it. (laughs) I already like it. And I may stop watching it. I don't oversell it. I, okay, listen. You even if, can even be if the I, equivalent of a llama on the freeway sometimes, <laughs> where where well, I'll be like, "Is this good?" and you'll be like, Nah-h-h-h-h-h. "I'll and pack run a, it in front of a truck." I'll pack a bag. Let's get out of here. Get it? Ha! <laughs> See you guys later. <laughs> See, you could have so easily just done a sad trombone, and I'd have been and said, "Ha!" See, funny. It was funny though. <laughs> Uh, All right, that wraps it up for this episode. Talk to you later. This podcast is copyright 2015 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.